Did I tell you to tell everybody in the neighborhood that we have a spaceman living in our house? Don't you think we have enough problems? But mom, what's the fun of having an alien if you can't show it off? Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and immediately discuss. I'm Tom. I'm here with Eric, Brittany, and Brian Party. Hello. Hello. Hey, Brian. Welcome back. You are on for the Home Sweet Home uh, YouTube exclusive episode. Yes. (laughs) Welcome to the big times, champ. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to a movie that wasn't awful. Yeah. Right? It's true. And you could see it. So how's everyone doing? Doing good? Doing great. Doing good. Because I just watched Dollman. We did. We just watched Dollman. Um, but before <laughs> we dive into Dollman, let's ask Brian, what's your relationship with B-movies, man? B-movies? Um, yeah. Well, young age, probably around 10. Uh, father went to bed, left TV on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Night of the Living Dead came on. Uh, the remake, 1990s with Tony Todd. Oh, yeah. Obviously, it was a terrible movie, but I loved it. <laughs> and, uh, I still you know, love it. You know, my, my, my parents went to bed. I just turned on the TV and watched them all the time. Um, I've seen a bunch of uh, hundreds and the hundreds. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> would you say thousands? thousands? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Uh, it's amazing. Cause know, whenever... When I was younger, we had Cinemax and uh, uh, Showtime and uh, Star, uh, not Stars um, and stuff like that. And I, in late night, they used to play these all the time. 19, the early 90s uh, you know, uh, B-movie uh, horror movies or whatever I used to be glued to the television I used to uh, <laughs> just to watch them stay up to four or five o'clock in the morning uh, and I, I did this you know almost every day <laughs> I used to watch movies all the time you know people go out and party I used to watch movies uh, I know uh, that game right <laughs> and um and my connection is uh, I actually prefer a low-budget film to watch something like that or uh, something that's corny and cheesy because uh, a lot of times the mainstream media and stuff like that, it, you know, uh, that's why you get a lot of flops because they tell you it's going to be good, but it really isn't. And uh, leaves you, a lot to be you, desired. Yeah, you, you see, you go in, you buy the, the cheap discount movies and you watch them and uh, they're more entertaining. Uh, totally. You're right, and they cost less. So. <laughs> so, it's, like they, it's like they had to try harder. Yeah. yeah, but and you're you're more in line for a pleasant surprise this way, right? And I like all types of movies, so it doesn't matter what it is. And uh, that's basically my relationship. <laughs> Perfect, man. <laughs> it's, it's funny that we mentioned that as the positives of a B movie because this movie right. probably cost us approximately twenty cents. Uh, yeah, we broke <laughs> yeah. it down twenty twenty about cents, twenty cents twenty cents for this, and this was a complete dice roll. Because there was another movie on the same DVD, which was the worst thing we've ever seen. <laughs> was uh, it a dollar DVD? So far. No, this was, um, was this an eight, eight movie pack. Eight movie pack, okay. Um, we, we watched The Dead of Winter on New Year's. Um, and then New Year's we, Day. New Year's Day, yep. And <laughs> it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, this movie posits that if you're a cop, your wife buys you a bulletproof vest. That doesn't make any sense. So, um, then after that, we were, we were so disgusted. But there was another movie on the same menu called Dollman. Which uh, we watched it and we were very pleasantly surprised because we didn't know what to expect. Um, And we had a blast. So, you know, we we let it simmer for a little bit and we decided to revisit it today, uh, two months later. I had never even heard of this before we watched it. And the title alone made me think that it was going to be like a puppet master, like doll graveyard. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a doll graveyard type of thing. Some creepy dude who makes like haunted dolls. 
That's totally my mind. I am so glad that's not what it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this was your pick, Eric. Yes. Um, so was that that was pretty much the summation of the why we watched it. So why don't you dive into what uh, what it's about? Okay. So Dollman <laughs> uh, begins on planet Arcturus, which is ten thousand light years from Earth. Okay. Great. Yes. Great. That's nice and far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very far. 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 Far too far. Very far <laughs> for anything from Arcturus to end up on Earth. God, I, mean, I can't possibly see that happening. No, definitely not. Uh, so we're introduced to Brick Bardo, mm-hmm. a uh, hotshot detective. He's a little bit of a loose cannon, kind of a badass. Uh, he's played by uh, Tim Thomerson, a, uh, a kind of middle-aged badass character actor. He kind of reminds me of like the kind of guy they would find for a leading role before like 1980. Like they uh, were, yeah. like like before Leslie Nielsen became a clown, that was Leslie Nielsen. He was kind of like a <laughs> Charles like, Bronson. Yeah, like a wrinkled hard ass. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. know, he probably served in the Korean War. He needs some money. He's going to be in some movies. Okay? Can you be wrinkled and hard? I was going to say that's kind of an oxymoron. <laughs> Did wrinkled hard ass. on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly that kind of character. You know, before the Stallones and the Schwarzeneggers became huge. The Ventura's. The who? Jesse Ventura. Oh, of course. How, how could I forget Ventura? <laughs> uh, of all. So we're introduced to uh, this, this Brick Bardo character. Um, he, he solves a hostage situation at a laundromat by doing his laundry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and eventually he runs afoul of uh, like a super space villain who he has blown all the limbs off of. He's just a floating head. <laughs> uh, I, I'm still not sure if his name is Scrooge or Scrooge. I think it's Scrooge. Scrooge McDuck. I think he did mention when he was listening his his crimes. He was like, you ruined Christmas almost. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure I heard that too. Um, So there's there's a little bit of a showdown between Brick and uh, and Scrooge. Um, They end up in some sort of spaceship chase. Uh, there's a chase ship. Yeah, exactly. Space chase. chase. (laughs) Oh, that's better. That's way better. It's a space chase. All right. All right. There it is. All right. So they're in a high flying space chase (laughs) and (laughs) they, uh, some of the equipment malfunctions and both of them end up on planet earth. Crash land on earth. Crash land on earth. Yep. New York. South South Bronx. Bronx. (laughs) Yes. Um, and it turns out that the people of Arcturus are one sixth the size of the people of earth. (laughs) Now, this is where we did not expect the movie to go when we started watching it. Didn't um, expect that kind of doll man. No. <laughs> I mean, they were that very, very literal. He'd have to be an alien to be a doll man. Yeah, I love that I, he just cursed. happens to come from a planet that's 10,000 light years from Earth, where it's, it's also humans, but they're just one-sixth right. the size of regular humans. <laughs> They both kind of look similar. The, the only distinction. They both speak English. <laughs> That's true. They yeah. both call each other motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, there's a woman in the Bronx who is like part of this community watch program. Uh, she's kind of a badass. Her name is Debbie. She runs afoul of this gang led Debbie. by a dude named Braxton. Um, Jackie Earl Haley. Both uh, both Dollman and the villain Screwed are uh, witness to an encounter between Braxton and uh, Debbie. And it turns out that... Rick Bardo is carrying the most powerful handgun in the universe, <laughs> um, and it is capable of, of mortally wounding even humans on Earth. What is it called again? It is called the Kroger Blaster. Yes. What is it? Kroger Blaster? Kroger Blaster. Kroger Blaster. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks like a giant handgun. It sounds like the best <laughs> toy I never got to play with. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is that... That I mean, gun was awesome. That's good enough that's for me. Awesome. Yeah. I think that uh, that's a decent summation of the plot, and we, yep. we kind of just move right. forward from there. So... Let's transition to what this movie did wrong. 
wrong. So wrong. Oh yeah, let's start with let's start with the low end Switch parts of this movie. Bit? Yeah, let's yeah. start with the low like end it. parts oh, and build fair. up. Um, the green screen effects in this movie are terrible. Uh, okay, <laughs> they don't look good at all. They're they're very. Um, it doesn't seem like they had the budget to correctly do them, and you can really see the seams, and it's kind of blurry whenever they use them, which is unfortunate because one of the successes, I would say, is how they sell this guy as being a tiny man. But <laughs> And the shots where they had to green screen him in, which are, are kind of few and far in between, they totally. don't look very good. Yeah, I had effects on my positive list, mm-hmm. but everything that was green screen did look terrible. Yeah. But like all the little gadgets were really cool, Yeah, and like the explosive effects were really cool, but the green screen was awful. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't that bad, though, because it was, like, 91. That's true. You know what? I would have yeah. to see another you know, 91 movie to, to give it a fair shake. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's kind of it's a little shaky, but it totally skates. I give it the pass. Okay. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> you know, I might be cheated by how good green screen is now. That's true. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, definitely treat, uh, cheated. Uh, it was. I did see it was kind of blurry, but I agree with Tom. Uh, I, I thought the effects were were pretty good for uh, 1991. Was it? I believe it's 91. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, there was. You're right. Be, well, being spoiled nowadays, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. Um, Overall, uh, I didn't think it was terrible. I mean, some parts were like, eh. But yeah, I mean, it's I, a, I admit, I'm stretching because I love this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we'll that, that's why we, we'll do. Um, <laughs> that's why we start out with the shortcomings. Um, I have a couple of beefs with this movie. All right, uh, lay your let's, beefs on the table. All let's right, slang your beef. Slang that beef. <laughs> beef slam. Beef slam. Um. All right. So unnecessary scenes. Some of the beginning, I was going to say, was. A negative for me because I felt like they stretched out that first twenty minutes a little too much, uh, no, establishing perfect. his badassery. Um, but in retrospect, I nix that and I don't think that anymore. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there were scenes like Debbie's job and like her encountering people and like talking to them on the bus. I thought that was unnecessary because as <laughs> short as this movie was, seventy three minutes. Yeah, and content. as fast as a lot of it blew by, there were some inexplicably draggy parts. Yeah, and I felt like that was one of the things that contributed to that. Like, Debbie's job, um, all the stuff with, like, the gang, nobody ever talked about anything worthwhile there. <laughs> <laughs> like, at all. It was pretty much just to set up the, the exchanges between Braxton and Screwed. Yeah, exactly. It, the rest of it was useless. And that happened, like, one time, and then Rage took hold. <laughs> um, the fact that Jackie Early does not believe his lackey about Dollman <laughs> after, after he, he just already... picked up a tiny alien head and, like, brought it back with him. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, tiny man, Keep yeah, drinking. Whatever. I know. I, I was kind of annoyed by that. I was like, dude, you just brought an alien home. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of little things like that oh. in this movie that kind of made me question it. I was like, why are you like, you've already established that this is like, okay, in this world. Then why are you going back and questioning it? Um, like the fact that the bomb at the end did nothing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it like, yeah, literally did nothing. He's like everything within like six parsecs, which is like an astronomical amount of space. <laughs> is going to be, like, destroyed, and then it, like, blew up a warehouse, and yeah. that's it. Like a trans-dimensional bomb huh. is apparently an orange filter on the camera. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was like, this had no consequence at all. Uh, but No, the big hole in this movie was the plot. Like, what was the point of this movie? <laughs> the <whole plot. laughs> um, I, I, It was hard to, you know, all it was was him going to Earth, and he's dealing with, was he a small-time drug guy? I don't know, because they had a lot of guns and stuff, and they were in a, uh, um, what, what I had a big problem was, was their shooting, the lack of aim in this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite you, parts. You, <laughs> well, you look at them, they're in the, it, they look like they're in the desert, because it looks like an abandoned place. They got the machine guns and stuff like that. Why mm. don't you put a bottle 
up and shoot at it. <laughs> the doll man's like the same size as the bottle. So, <laughs> it's it's so weird. Around. Like, why don't you do yeah. target practice or whatever? <laughs> Jackie Earl Haley, oh my God. Like, when he was chasing Debbie, he was shooting her <laughs> she right, right in front of her and he didn't even graze her. Oh, well, I didn't even realize that it was like the desert, but it's like, yeah, it looked like it was, you know, in the middle of New York. Bronx, I questioned but. it. I was like, oh, okay. It's like a post-apocalyptic thing, you know? Like, it was, it was, it was like, I, I just thought, you know, like what was the point of this movie? Well, well, it, on top of the the whole gun thing, I had on here that everyone had the infinite ammo cheat on because <laughs> right, right, because yeah, everyone just endlessly shot in every direction they absolutely <laughs> wanted to with no consequence of ammunition. The director enabled it and left it on. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I guess the ultimate. What the hell was this even about? Yeah. Right, it, it was. It could have. Told, I mean, the movie was awesome. It's about Dollman, right? <laughs> I, th- I think the issue is that this movie sets up a big scope and then it drastically reduces the size of it to the Bronx. <laughs> with That's these a good point. With these small-time gang members... When it sets up like this big intergalactic, like this is something that's taking place on this weird cyberpunk planet, yeah, where everything is orange and laundromats are filled with fat people that are just asking to be shot, uh, <laughs> and then you end up in the Bronx, where it's like this very small like Latin community where there's just like a gang and they're causing problems for the the, the community there. Yes, that's yeah. Well, to ride on the coattails of that, mm-hmm. I feel like this movie he didn't have to be tiny. for this movie to work the only i wrote down the only reason he's small is to sneak past bad guys that's the only reason he's small he didn't have to be an alien either this movie could have still worked if he wasn't an alien (laughs) or like six inches tall he was small because his attitude was big (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say so they could just work in all of those little small puns (laughs) 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 nothing else supernatural really happened except for like that little tiny head dude. Yeah, which was his death was very disappointing. Oh, you ah, uh, see, I have that under my favorite part. So yeah, we'll get to that right, we'll get Maybe just because I hate him so much. Right. Yeah. Like, why was he even in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, on and uh, what is it? Uh, planet Astro uh, Toros. Australia. <laughs> He's from Australia. No, apparently, it's hard to kill them because they're running around with, uh, like when he shot the guy in the beginning. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like a torso well, smoking he, a cigarette. He stole, <laughs> he, he and you go to you go to the South Bronx, you shoot the guy in the stomach, and he dies. Uh, yeah. and you shoot him with a, a tiny gun, and it, it just rips through anything. <laughs> it is a Kroger blaster. Uh, yeah, we'll true. we'll say that. And Arturo's. Who is Kroger? I have one more beef with this regarding the gun. All right. Beef. What the fuck was his inexplicable hand gun magnet? It's his gun. <laughs> like they never touched on that. Like oh, why? It's, it's his gun. No, <laughs> I'm not buying Brittany, it. it I buy it. It's his gun. Yeah. It's like no one can uh, have that gun but him. Brittany, so, if you own a gun, you can just hold your hand up and it flies across. the Well, room. you got to get your blue light installed first. So oh yeah. Any, oh, that costs anytime it. anyone knocks the gun out of Dollman's hand, uh, he just puts his palm up and a blue light appears on his palm and his gun comes flying back to him. I mean, only and it twice. makes no fucking sense. Well, that, and the, how was uh, uh, Jackie O'Haley going to shoot him? Like, how's he going to pull, <laughs> pull He's holding like, <laughs> He's got a little tiny gun. How the hell is he pulling that trigger? That I thought the same way. He seems like a little kid, but he did it, too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's very medicine. You, you, you like it. Oh, one liner coming up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. Uh, any more failures, guys? I had a lot of beefs with this movie. Um, I really hated Kevin. Kevin was the little kid, right? Yeah. It was Debbie's uh, son? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Debbie's son, and I, I get why he was in there. I don't think he was necessary. He, I, I have a beef hmm. with child actors in general. I feel like they <laughs> usually detract me from the movie. I'm like, just, just, you have beef for them? I have, I'm here, I'm here beef, for, I have beef for them. Okay, <laughs> we got a lot of beef patties? this episode. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, that's <laughs> it. Well, we got to get out the beefs out of the way. It's what's right, well, I have a beef, guys. What's if, your you, beef? if you wouldn't mind me beefing up. Beef it. Sometimes this movie had one of those... Saturday afternoon fantasy show vibes going on, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, like a Hercules, like uh, like a Xena, yeah, uh, that kind of thing going on. Felt like that a little bit every so often. It did seem like something I might catch like on a Sunday afternoon in 1995 on TV. Any more beefs before we move on? I think to... I have aired my beef. Yeah, I, I I touched up with the plot. Our beefs are aired. All right, let's transition <laughs> from beef to pork, guys. Let's... <laughs> Pork it. Let's pork, man. What's, right, what's, gotta, what's the bacon in this movie, guys? I, 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 give I give me the bacon for you. Uh, the acting is surprisingly good in this movie. Brick Bardo is uh, Tim Thomason as Brick Bardo. Um, nothing complicated, but like he's a good action guy. Um, Debbie is actually surprisingly good. Yeah, um, she is a badass. Um, but it's true, at the same when she time, kicked the shit out of that dude at the beginning, yeah. I was like, yeah, get yeah, it, a dope dealer. I totally believed her as being like just like a kick-ass chick that's going to not take any more shit in her in, in the neighborhood. Um, but at the same time, she she could deliver like good monologues, and and she interacted well with um, with Tim Thomerson. Yeah, who I, may or may not have even been in the room, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing because if you think about the logistics of this movie. Doll, like Brick Bardo can't be in the same room as anyone else in the movie, so like there are scenes where he and Debbie are speaking, and there's no way they would have been in the same room. Yet there still sounds a very natural conversation. Yeah, um, I give them a lot of credit for that because a lot of the time when you have these movies where two people are supposed to be in the same room and they definitely aren't, the acting is atrocious. Yeah, <laughs> I might be thinking purely of Godfrey Home movies, but I mean, you know. so wooden. <laughs> Anything else? Um, the effects, bacon. as we mentioned, were pretty good. Yeah, I would say the the planet of Arturos was spectacularly done for what I'm assuming was a collection of miniatures mm-hmm. and studio space. You know, I thought that that went a long way, and they did a pretty good job with it. Yeah, um, his spaceship was pretty cool. The little I'd want one. I <laughs> <laughs> was like a doll man. I would totally want one. Oh, definitely. I want to play um, with this. The little head guy was creepy. Oh yeah, he's tiny gross. head. No, Just I, like a I, tiny head on a hoverboard. I did like when she was running and he he made sa- uh, 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 uh he made uh, t- uh, <laughs> oh, sound yeah. effects when he was running. Around. He, he made you actually believe that he was getting roughed around in there. Yeah, yeah. They they took because she's picking it up and shaking it and running around. And he could have been that scene could have been silent. He, he didn't have to say anything. I think yeah. more to it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> that they, was. A nice little touch. They yeah, even, like definitely. sped up the footage on the inside when he was getting all shaken up and stuff. It was great. Um, I loved the exploding bodies <laughs> at the beginning of this movie. Oh my god! Oh yeah, that is when we were sold on this movie the first time we watched it. I remember <laughs> yeah. we we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh that, yeah, that was awesome. Like over the top sacks of meat just getting blown <laughs> to smithereens. Complete insanity. And there's the reason we we were so surprised by that is like he just has like a regular handgun. And he just kind of like half-assedly shoots it. Like he never. Oh, he's so casual. He's so casual with his murder, and (laughs) (laughs) he like just takes two shots at this guy, and he just explodes into a pile of like meat and like jibs. Jibs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, he had really good aim on his home planet, and he had terrible aim on Earth. Because I felt like he all he just did was hold the trigger down. With a gun like that, you don't need aim. That is true. You just (laughs) kind of shoot till you hit. Exactly. Poor coffee table. Or whatever you shot earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to kill a cockroach. The cockroach. <laughs> Which I thought was interesting because the, <laughs> the mouse didn't want to fuck with him. Oh, he, <laughs> that's he, right. I heard about the cockroach. It was a mouse. He pulled the gun out. <laughs> what, what would you do your mouse? I'm going to change. What is this? <laughs> I, I, I was kind of sad it didn't explode. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things I really liked about this movie was his theme. 
Like he had like his own little jam session every time he was doing something or he was the focus of the movie. Oh, I don't even like realize. Yeah. I didn't realize. Oh yeah, that he had his own little thing going on. The the music overall was pretty funky and cool and, mm. and it was very comedic and it lent to the kind of strange aspect of this movie, but yeah, his theme was was awesome. It was like kind of jazzy, that kinda, cool little uh, baseline. Yeah. yeah. Nice little baseline. Um I loved his talking shit about laundry lines <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> Not that that was a strength. I mean, I guess that would be more of like a favorite part, but... Yeah, the one-liners in this movie as a whole have been pretty awesome. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like this movie's built for one-liners and puns, and they deliver on one-liners and puns. Jackie Earl Haley was a plus of this movie. He's really good. Yeah. I feel like he's good in everything. I, I, I almost wonder if like this entire movie was cast by like up-and-comers or like currently goers. Like people <laughs> that were like on their way to further success or people that were kind of like on their way out from Hollywood. Um, oh, interesting. Because most of the acting is pretty serviceable, or, or at, at the very least, then um, he's no exception. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we were trying to trying to find like, I mean, very quickly, you know, how much this movie cost to make. You know, couldn't and, find and, it anywhere. I mean, I mean, we didn't really look that hard, but you know, I was very curious what the budget was, what they were able to pull off uh, with that budget, because the yeah. front end seemed very heavy loaded. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of special effects, a lot of you know, set design and stuff like that. Like you were saying, you know, there was a lot of exterior stuff, the South Bronx area. Yeah. You know, so I'd like to, I'd be curious to see what the budget was and see what they got away with. And then see, I'd like to see how much this movie earned. Well, I Googled it and it wasn't on the first page of Google. And so we all know that nobody ventures beyond the first page. Why so. would you bother? No, exactly. If it's not on the first page, it doesn't fucking exist. Definitely. <laughs> 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 it fulfilled your action needs. I mean, it had the storyline to it pretty good. Um, yeah. You know, the uh, you liked the characters, um, the good character development with Brick Bardo and Debbie. It was, they were very similar because they were both tough. And you've seen him fight in the beginning of the movie, and then, then you see her take shit from nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and, and beating people up with uh, weapons. She didn't care. I know, it's like uh, bricks. They, they kind of like each other, and they feel uh, he's he's definitely an asshole. You know? <laughs> like, like, he's a, no, he's but, a hard ass. But, but he gets in touch, you know, you can tell he, he, he obviously he goes and he kills a bunch of drug guys to save her. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they only know each other for, I don't know how many, what the span was in this movie. How many days was this movie? Like, what happens next? That's what I would like. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, Doll Man versus Toys. Demonic oh, toys. Yeah. Demonic. Oh, I want to right, see right. that. And I, I, uh, I'm not entirely sure how, how that fit in. <laughs> <laughs> it's non-canon. I, I fits into the doll man universe. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I just know there's another movie with doll man in it. <laughs> and I've seen it and I don't remember it. Oh, I know. I got to check that out. Does the toys. same guy play doll man? Yeah, Tim, uh, yeah Tim well, that's another thing. I don't think this movie would have worked too much if Tim Thomason was not in this movie. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I thought he gave me uh, get my attention. I mean, he had the cool, uh, uh, you know, get the fuck away from me kind of vibe. And, uh, <laughs> he, he called and he called Debbie. He called Debbie by her name, but he also called a lady and he called <laughs> a fat kid. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, fat boy. That's, you know, fucking puke. You know, <laughs> he always wanted to pick everybody. on someone your own size. And that was cool. Puke. I mean, that was one you, of my favorite parts. You could write the lines for some. Another, uh, another actor, but uh, I thought he, he fit very w well in that role. Yeah, he totally nailed it. It almost seems like he wrote the role for himself. Like, ah, uh, do you think he just showed up like, yo, I'm Tim Thomason. Bardo. Yeah. Badass old man. The first telltale sign that I knew I was going to love this movie was the fact that his name is Brick Bardo. <laughs> yeah. What oh, a, yeah. I have a question, real quick. What is Brick short for? <laughs> Brickston. Bricklin. Richard. 
Bridger. Bridger. Bridger Bardo. That's Bricky Bricky Bardo. Oh, terrible. Oh, Bricky. Love it. All right. Bricky Mott. Oh, Jesus. Wait a minute. Do we have any risks? Uh, on this movie, do you think this movie took uh, any I, uh, stereotyped Latinos? <laughs> well, is that a risk for '91, uh, or is that just like like kind of you know here's what gangs are like? Yeah, it had a very like old white man just imagining what the streets might be like. Yeah, <laughs> kind of vibe to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, uh, the way I see is you, the henchman that said, "Oh fuck," and he got blown away. Uh, the guy drinking, uh, he had obviously the thick me- uh, Mexican accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when she was on the bus, she was talking to the lady. She also had a, a thick Mexican, ac- um, like a, a Spanish, Hispanic accent. And she and was like Debbie. Was Debbie and Hispanic? She was so. I don't think Debbie had uh, didn't have a Hispanic accent. <laughs> That's true. Our, our our main lady did not but have that. She I, wasn't I guess, in that as much. Well, the real risk would be. Uh, uh, Probably uh, the scenes with you know cr- uh, crushing the little head, or uh, th- <laughs> when they're blowing up and you see the chunks flying. People might not, you know, they took a risk of uh, uh, I guess that type of action, and people like, Ugh, I don't want to see this. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely like a an action scene you wouldn't see in a, like a mainstream R-rated movie. Like you wouldn't see that in Terminator Two. Yeah, that would never sure. make the cut. But the, yeah, <laughs> this is also Full Moon Entertainment, right? Right. So I think people, I think people would know what they're getting into a little bit. Yeah, but in a way, that's the kind oh, of definitely. risk that a B movie can take. Yeah, and like, you know, I think about the scene from RoboCop where the um, the ED-209 is, like, blowing that guy away in the um, the boardroom. Mm-hmm. And, like, yep. that is ridiculously gory, and that's still not even a fraction of how gory some of the scenes well, in this movie yeah. are. Like you said earlier, smoking heads, uh, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> 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 uh, why aren't you dead? <laughs> oh, yeah, like, guy's just, like, an upper torso. Like, uh, how, like how, how, how are you head. alive right now? <laughs> just, like, a pile of guts. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, um, I was going to say, a pretty major risk is to have an action movie where the action star can't be seen in the same shot as any other actor in the movie. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's totally a risk. That's a huge technical hurdle. And for the most part, they did a good job of like conveying that he was in the same scene as other people, even though he couldn't physically be. Totally. Like, everything was shot like high angle to make him look smaller. And like they would occasionally cut to you know just shots of him behind like a brick wall or whatever. And it was obvious what they were doing, but it... It worked. You know, you got the sense that he was in a shootout with these. He did a good job of like exaggerating it too, to make it seem like when he had to climb stuff, he really like had to try. Hammed it up. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got? Oh, I was just going to say, it kind of is the same as what you just said, but a risk would be making the main character be extremely tiny because he doesn't have to be extremely tiny. <laughs> this movie would have worked perfectly fine if he was a normal-sized alien. But then he wouldn't be able to call it Doll Man. That's <laughs> true. Right. We could move on to favorite parts then, yes? <laughs> Excellent. All right, good, because this is where the uh, the beat of this movie is going to come out, I think, really. Um, Eric, let's start with you. All right, um, this is a very small detail, but at the very beginning of the movie, um, when the uh, escape criminal is taking hostages at the laundromat, the cyber police, which is what I'm going to call them, uh, <laughs> the cyber police show up and they're going to try to coax them out. And these, these police have helmets that have police written on their, their helmets like in a sticker, but it's written in a digital font. So, <laughs> <laughs> like an alarm clock? Yeah. <laughs> like it's supposed to be a screen, yes. but it's not. It, like they have a police screen on their foreheads and <laughs> they couldn't afford that in the budget and they were just like, just print it out and just slap it on there. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I really appreciated that. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I don't even know if I noticed that. 
Uh, I definitely didn't notice that. Brian, what about you? What do you got for a favorite part? Uh, it's tough to say. I liked a lot of the parts. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the gun was one of my favorite parts. Uh, um, maybe I should organize my notes a little bit better. In this. <laughs> uh, bit of trivia on that, that gun, too. I think that's the same gun that Charles Bronson uses in Death Wish 3. And it, I think it has the same destructive power in that movie, too. Oh, nice. I've yeah. never seen Death Wish 3, and I always wanted to. I've never seen any of them. Yeah. You, you have a beef with Charles to. Bronson. <laughs> What else we have beefs with, guys, now that we're all talking about beef? Mm, beef. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're on favorite parts. <laughs> when Jackie Earl Haley finally gets sick of that little alien's shit and he just squishes him. <laughs> he's like, you work for me now. You follow my rules. And he's a fucking two-inch head attached to a little robot. He just gets squashed. I love it. Because <laughs> he was disgusting. And his fucking caramel <laughs> teeth were so gross. <laughs> oh, I hate him. Like Two apple slices with caramel for teeth. <laughs> we gotta throw a gif up of him because he's just absolutely disgusting. Yeah, when he's he gets gross. when he gets crushed, he looks like a peanut butter and banana sandwich just smushed into the floor, <laughs> and it's like foaming. <laughs> yeah, the foam was like, was like the extra gross part about that for me. I was like, ew, he foams. Um, also, when Jackie Earl Haley's character is stealing Debbie from the house, he's like kidnapping her and trying to take her hostage, and uh. <laughs> What's her son's name? Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin calls for Dollman. He's like, help, help. And Dollman <laughs> flies out the window. But when it cuts to outside, it just looks like somebody just literally threw a doll through a glass window. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that part was great because there was like four or five really quick cuts of him like soaring through the air, breaking through the window, <laughs> falling out as a doll, and then flying in the sky as a real man, just like boom, 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 boom. It was... And then hanging onto the side of the car. Oh, yes. <laughs> as both a doll and a real man. <laughs> I would say one of my favorite parts is how they actually uh, used an actual little doll sometimes, like an actual doll as doll man with his little legs and he's hanging on the cars <laughs> and he's just, and I love that. Oh, man. Oh, it was so campy oh, and like cheesy, but fantastic. Oh, was so good. Um, this movie had some great lines, like Brick Bardo had some great one-liners. Oh, totally. Um urban fucking renewal <laughs> was a oh, great yeah. one. That was so good. Also, his final line to Braxton uh was that his final line or was that just before he shoots him uh, the, is why don't you pick on line? someone your yeah. own side why is your fucking puke, puke. fucking puke. <laughs> puke oh so wait uh, he said that line and then anyone uh, being called a puke is an A plus plus <laughs> in my book after that he said you sack of pus oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like he literally yes. went from one line to the next I just remember my favorite part. Uh, <laughs> it, it took me a while, but uh, I thought, uh, um, fuck a motherfucker, motherfucker. When that, oh, <laughs> that guy, guy. <laughs> that guy was pretty funny. He just uh, kept swearing. The other guy, which is funny because one of the scenes I thought was a waste when uh, Jack Earl Haley was one of his henchmen in the car, and he's like, I thought that little dude fixed you. Uh, um, and because uh, that was kind of weird because, you know, he was. You hailed and he started to die again. Started to die again, yeah. 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 But, I figured uh, it just wore off. But I that, assume that Scrooge kind of did a half ass job to keep him under his thumb. Right. Th that guy in the car, and then you saw when um, uh, Tim Thomason, doll man, goes and shoots up the place. That guy, when he's shooting, he backs away, he disappears, and then he ends up dying. And at the end of the movie, he's about to kill Braxton. This guy, ah, comes out of nowhere <laughs> and starts shooting him with mud all over his face. And, and <laughs> he's a big disgrace. And, uh, <laughs> Slinging those guns. <laughs> all over this place. <laughs> it, it was. And, and, and he couldn't name as well. And, uh, and, you know, he shot him away and blew him away. But I, I, I just thought, oh, I, I honestly didn't remember how the guy died in the first place because I, I guess I wasn't paying attention. And then I see this guy, oh, 
Ah! <laughs> That's him at oh the end God. trying he, to save, right, save you the see day. His shirts all uh, battered or whatever. One, I don't know what his name was. He won the henchman though on the radio. Which, henchman no, six. No, call, call, him, call him TJ because he looks like my cousin TJ. Right, another favorite part is when Doll Man uh, don't need to use his hands for the walkie talkie. He puts his foot on. Oh. It. <laughs> it's a nice little touch. Right. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so ratings. So let's rate it then. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, fuck I'm gonna you. have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh my god, my fucking fuck father. You. Fuck you. A fucking fine. Fuck yeah! Are you familiar with the rating system? A little bit. A little bit. So let's I do a, a, a fuck yeah. <laughs> let's do a quick refresher. Yeah, uh, for numero uno, best movie you ever watched gets a fuck yeah. Middle of the road movie gets a fuck off, and a very terrible movie gets a fuck you. Uh, as long as you frame it in the form of a fuck. Frame it. <laughs> as long as it's framed in a fuck, then you can say it. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, can use right. it as your rating. Give it a standard fuck frame. Volunteer today. Fuck yes. All right, a fuck yes from Eric. Why is that? Well, I, I, and I enjoyed this so much the first time we watched it, and I still really enjoyed it this time. I don't think it's quite on my level of fuck yeah, just because like watching it a second time without the excitement of being like, what the fuck is this movie? Um I, f I felt like I, I started to see some of the gaps. There's like a lot of just filler. Yeah. Um, not that it makes this movie feel long because this movie is a tight 73 minutes. Mm. It doesn't waste a lot of time and it does a pretty good job of like spacing out the padding. So I can't complain about that too much. Um, and the parts where it's great are fucking fantastic. I, I look forward to watching this today and I think I'm going to look forward to watching it next time we decide to put it in. Nice. <clears throat> Who else wants to volunteer to rate? Anyone? All right. All right, Brittany. I will give this movie a fuck yeah, you little puke. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, it's just really fun. It goes by really fast. It's unabashedly entertaining. <laughs> it just um, wants to entertain. Yeah, it really will go to great and unlikely lengths to entertain <laughs> you, and I just really appreciate it. I, I totally agree with that. Um, I would recommend it for someone who wants to laugh. Brian, you want to rate? Well, I kind of got two ratings. All right, uh, well, let's hear them both. The, the action's a, a fuck yeah. Uh, I think All when, right. when you uh, want to watch an action flick and you know, you late mid midnight, this 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 is your fix. Um, <laughs> it has explosions and it has people dying. And uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> sounds like right? fun, it's man. Like we, we okay, we're gonna watch an action film. This okay, I'm satisfied with this. Mm -hmm. uh, the action, the action is, uh, for that type of movie. Action is great, so I give that a fuck yeah. Scratches. For a 1991 film, definitely. Oh yeah. Scratches uh, that itch. My other rating for the whole film is fucking works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I, I like right. Uh, I've seen a lot of terrible movies, and uh, you know, action flicks. You're like, all right, this is gonna be all right. But this movie, you know, it's not. You know, obviously the plot's terrible. I think, but uh, overall, it's not a terrible film. It's like you know, I've seen worse films. This is pleasant for an action flick. I mean, <laughs> say, oh, I want to see unicorns and fluffy stuff. I'm going to watch Doll Man. No, obviously not. You're in the mood to see an action flick. And this, it delivers for me and uh, I'm not disappointed when it, all right, I'm see action flick about, about a Doll Man. All right. <laughs> it fucking works. <laughs> I, oh, man. That's one of the best, uh, one of the best fucking Ratings. ratings we've had on the I spot ratings. I adore the description of Doll Man as pleasant. <laughs> I was yes, yeah. totally agree. I want to change my headset to fucking pleasant. <laughs> um, Tell I, me, what do you give this I'm, movie? I will give it a tons of fucking fun. Um, <laughs> right, it was yeah, such definitely. such a good time. It's just you know I, I laugh and there's it's cool enough and gross enough and just yeah scratches the itch. Um, 
I would totally recommend this movie uh, to someone who is looking to scratch that action itch. I think it made it even better because we sat through an hour and a half of the most intolerable bullshit probably ever put on film. And then yeah. we popped this gem in, not expecting anything. And it was just so perfect. Salvage the day, just like the yeah. Christmas tree. I, I get to see Tim Thompson talking to you, Tom. Why? <laughs> when you said it, it, the action itch, oh, yeah. that's right, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that what you heard? That, that's, no, that's what Tim Thompson would say. Oh, I know. I wish Tom he was man? here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even when he's being nice to you, he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of why we all liked him a lot. You know? an old man. <laughs> Is there any final thoughts, guys? Do we have anything we want to get off our chest before we wrap ourselves up here? Did I tell you to tell everyone we had a spaceman in the house? <laughs> <laughs> That's a line from this movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, I loved at the beginning how they were like, "Oh my god, that hostage situation earlier left three point six children oh, dead." I know. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I forgot about that. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All right. So if we don't have any more final thoughts, right. you have been listening to Second Class Cinema. We watched nineteen ninety one's Doll Man, uh, Full Moon Entertainment action movie. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> We all admitted we'd all recommend it. Um, if you'd like more information on Second Class Cinema, come to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash secondclasscinema. You can email us, secondclasscinema gmail.com. We are on Twitter at 2ND Class Podcast, the number 2ND Class Podcast. Second uh, Class Podcast. Exactly, Second Class Podcast. Talk to us. Yeah, reach out to us, recommend movies to us, uh, peruse our gift catalog on Podbean. Um, we have tons of cool stuff up there. We're on Imager as well, YouTube, and anywhere else. Uh, thank you, Brian Party, for coming on again. It was a pleasure. Yes, uh, thank thanks you. Thanks for coming through, and uh, we'll definitely like to have you come on again sometime. Oh, def- definitely. Um, definitely like taking notes. Yeah, <laughs> taking notes. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> right? They help guide you. They do. They definitely do. <laughs> when we watched the last movie, I had no clue. Well, yeah, none of it. Well, last well, was Home Sweet Home. It and was we, tough. It was off-site viewing. We came back here to talk it about it, and it was tough to recall. All yeah. you had to write down was it was bad. And yeah. we learned how to carve a roast. It, it was our uh, first experience. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, if you want to listen to Brian's other episode, uh, <laughs> check it out have, on YouTube. We didn't have enough microphones. <laughs> yeah, we only had... Everything had was one. working yeah. against so us that night. Marks. I had to, I had to mean gene it for Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep it, it was squeaking awesome. in it. Yeah, it was a good time anyway. So, yeah, uh, everyone, please talk to us. So yeah, reach out to us. And good night. Tell us what to watch. Use hot water for my whites. The cold wash or rinse for